ever thought, what is a professional? Probably not. Here at the Professional by Choice podcast, we interview professionals of all types, C-suite executives, entrepreneurs, social workers, accountants, athletes, you name it. We get the privilege of hearing their stories and figuring out just what makes them a professional in their field. You're listening to the Professional by Choice podcast. And now, here's your host, Chris Molina. All right, PBC podcast listeners, welcome to another episode of Professional by Choice. And this week, we're actually um, doing something that we normally don't do. Normally, I will Skype um, someone, the person that we're interviewing, and we'd have a conversation. And before that, we would have a 15-minute pre-call brief where we talk about, or I just ask them about what they've been into recently, um, some of the things that... uh, that interests them, and then I form my questions beforehand. This time, um, I'm sitting down with my friend Pra, who um, I just texted yesterday to see if he wanted to be <laughs> interviewed, and I'm actually physically here with him instead of um, on Skype. So, Pra, welcome to the PBC podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me, Chris. Yeah. Um. So, since I didn't do that much research <laughs> even though we know we've known each other for a while now um i normally introduce our guests can you um do us a favor and introduce yourself let us know where you're from what you're doing now how you've gotten here and um i call you a serial entrepreneur so all of the different companies that you've had along the way which ones you have now and maybe which ones are your uh, main companies sure um so i was originally born in india andhra pradesh and I moved over to the United States when I was about 10-ish years old. Um, been living in India in a Midwest area um, ever since then. Um, did high school here in Indy at uh, Park Tudor, um, where I uh, met my two current co-founders, Kobe and Colton. Um, and also, after I graduated from there, came out to Purdue. Um, but about a year and a half in into Purdue, um, decided it wasn't the right thing for me. Um, I was pretty into startups, and uh, I was working on my current startup at the time, which is Mimir. Uh, Mimir is basically an ed tech platform for computer science. Um, that's, a, that's a weird way of saying we basically are Blackboard or a Canvas or something like that for computer science. Mm-hmm. We essentially do automated grading, plagiarism checking, analytics for schools. Um, deployed in over 40 schools right now, a majority in the U.S. and a few international as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the main thing I'm working on. A couple side, pro- uh, th- but even though this is the main thing, I, I just like making products and doing things. <laughs> um, so things on the side that I've been working on is uh, basically a nootropic, uh, which is a, bit, uh, a caffeine pill or things uh, and other vitamins that help you focus and improve your memory called Smart Focus, which um, just getting off the ground, got our first couple sales the other day. Um, top of that, I also help run a consulting company. That's basically the offshoot of Mimir. So before we raised any funding or part, we're part of Y Combinator, uh, we funded ourselves by doing websites on the side. So about 50% of our time would be doing websites, 50% are actual products. And over time, we just had to turn down all the websites. Um, but we had enough inbound interest that it was worth spinning it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we handed off the day-to-day to a couple of friends of ours, um, and they basically run it on uh, with, with our backing. So every once in a while, we do step in and do some help. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just completed our first initial projects. Nice. Um, we actually haven't launched 
the website for our website. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that, that'll be coming out soon. Are you gonna hire somebody to do that? <laughs> <laughs> We've been working on it for a while. We just never got around. It's gotcha. it's gonna be pretty amazing. That's awesome. There's some cool animation. I'll have to show you later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so between Smart Focus, Bifrost, which is the web design company, and Mimir, um, it's where I spend most of my time. Okay. There's always small things on the side, like Neatly Clean, which we'll be working on together pretty sure. soon. Yep, yep, yep. We're pretty excited about that. That, that literally just happened a week ago, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I texted you out of the blue. Hey, you want to buy a company? And I got the response I was looking for, and we ran with it. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have friends like you because... Um, really don't have the time or even know where to look sometimes for this type of stuff. And it's nice to get a text just saying, hey, do you want to buy this company with me? <laughs> uh, sure. It's going to turn out pretty good. Yeah. So um, so <clears throat> oh, do you have any things that are on, are on the horizon other than the, you mentioned the website. Do you have any other things that are upcoming that you're pretty excited about that you don't mind sharing with us today? Um, so with Mimir, we're launching our recruiting platform. So I told you the core product so far, but the grand vision of Mimir is to build products and services that are going to be by the side of a software engineer or programmer mm-hmm. um, throughout their entire education and career. Okay. Um, Starting from where? Uh, from where they first learned how to program. Okay. So that could um, be high school. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we haven't launched anything there yet, but it's in our roadmap. So essentially, we want to be where people first learn how to program mm-hmm. um, out in their K-12 through setting. After that, when they go into more professional courses, uh, like a college or a coding boot camp, um, we want to be the software running that boot camp, and that's what we've launched and is in all the universities so far. Mm-hmm. Um, after they graduate from that, uh, we want to help them find their first job. Okay. Um, that's what we're gearing up to launch, maybe <clears throat> recruiting. Okay. Uh, basically, we have thousands of students in our platform. Uh, programmers are very much in demand, so we're helping connect them to, um, to jobs and uh, companies that are recruiting. Sure. And also um, helping companies pull in um, new fresh hires from colleges and universities. Sure. And also internships as well. Yeah. Um, and one other cool thing that we'll be able to do is basically do a completely automated um, technical interview. Okay. Um, so right now, a lot of companies, they basically Skype with somebody um, and watch them code, um, which may not always produce the best results. Because mm-hmm. I know if somebody was watching me write an essay or code, I, I would probably not do so well. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so this provides them exactly what they're looking for, a recording of their thought process. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do it all online through our system, huh. but without somebody directly watching over your shoulder. Sure. Um, so that we're excited to get that launched. Huh. So That's interesting. How, how important is it for you all, you and your team, to always be on top of the latest and greatest that are coming, that's coming out. Like if there's any change or shift in computer science or different languages, how important is that? Um, so the way things are moving right now, colleges teach very outdated technologies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I took a database course before I dropped out, and we we were running on a really old version of Oracle which is software that is still in use, but it's used by giants like IBM. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's when they started their company. That's what was the most popular. Right now, the, uh, everything's you know, Postgres, MongoDB, all this cool new tech. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, it'll be pretty hard to keep up, but we need to do our best to have at least somewhat modern technology support on our platform. Sure. Um, the nice thing about our, our core product right now is we don't provide any content. Okay. Um, instructors put their own content in, but once we start offering courses, um, and uh, we'll start needing to. So um, also on the other end of that, the getting in at the K through 12 level, um, mm-hmm. the idea for the what we're planning on launching once we get enough time to build it out <laughs> is basically a fully automated AP computer science program. So okay. right now, I 
think the stats like less than 20% of schools teach computer science, 20% of high schools. Uh-huh. Um, and slowly uh, school districts are sh- uh, making CS mandatory by 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's very difficult for schools to implement because any really competent computer science instructor mm-hmm. um, also has an opportunity to take a high, really, really high paying tech job out in California. Sure. So it's hard to keep that talent. So we're trying to mix um, uh, basically our automation technology and our core platform right now to mm-hmm. build an automatic course for um, high school students. Yeah, uh, we'll take care of content. We'll assign projects. We'll automatically grade them. Um, and one super cool thing there is, um, even though ninety percent of it's going to be automated, mm-hmm. we'll also have a a qualified instructor there that can give each individual student one on one attention through a video chat or text chat if they need it. Okay, that sounds interesting, and it it makes a lot of sense that uh, it's going to be very valuable for you. <laughs> I think we have somebody at the door. Do we? This is what happens when we, we live record. Just here. <laughs> so, hey, what's going on? <laughs> what's up, Colton? Hey. So that was Colton, one of the partners that Pro was just talking about. Um, but so what, what I was getting at is that it makes a lot of sense that um, your software is going to be very important in the future because if you hear anybody talking about what jobs are going to be needed in the future, mm-hmm. it's a lot of computer science or or programming or just being um, literate about that type of um, stuff is what they're going to need and that starts from the education all the way up and it seems like your vision of having this also be a platform to bridge the gap between employers and people who have the skills is also going to be very useful so yeah that's all pretty exciting to to hear about Um, yeah definitely it's um it's going to be a lot of fun over the next couple of years yeah um, but like, even though we have all these products, at the end of the day, like you said, it's to teach people how to code. Sure. Um, the metric that we personally care about the most is how many people um, can code now thanks to our products. Yeah, can successfully mm-hmm. code. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That makes a lot of sense. So um, there are two things that pop up hearing your stories um, that we talk about here at the Professional by Choice podcast. And one of them is choices. The other one is um, proficiency. So I'll start with choices. Um Quitting college probably isn't the thing that you just do at the drop of a hat. And you're like, ah, woke up this morning. I feel like quitting college today, so I'm not going to do it anymore. So what what went through your mind? What was the um, thought process whenever you were going through that um, seeing that maybe I can not do college and still be successful um, all the way to, to the end of actually deciding to do it? Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, it was just kind of the realization that well, before I, I go on, I'm not going to encourage everyone to drop out. Sure. <laughs> um, there's some people that drop out that just want everyone else to drop out. But uh, like you said, it, it's a big choice. Mm-hmm. Um, not having a college degree is going to impact you in the future. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to make that decision to leave school, um, you have to be prepared for those consequences. Um, but in addition to those consequences, there's plenty of opportunity. Sure. Um, so, I mean, if you build or work on a startup like this, that's just as you know, equivalent as a having a degree. Mm-hmm. And in the world that I want to pursue in entrepreneurship and startups, um, there's been a growing trend where um, degrees is not don't basically determine who you are. Sure. Um, there's plenty of companies now that even <clears throat> you don't even submit a resume. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically assess your skills. If you can do the job well and you're fit to the company, you got the job. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the realization I had. If I want to pursue startups, um, this degree isn't gonna help me too much sure and um i i was at the point that we you know we we've been running for a year um we were starting to bring in some revenue 
and we also had our fallback for continuing to just design websites if the products actually failed. Sure. Um, so with those safety nets in place, um, we made that jump. Mm-hmm. Um, and the big, I guess, factor that made us fully take that leap um, is getting into Y Combinator over the summer. Okay. Um, yeah, so, can you talk a little bit about that? Because I know, because like I said, we've been friends for a while, <laughs> so I know that that was a big part of um, you being excited and pushing you forward in mm-hmm. your entrepreneurial life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, so basically, Y Combinator is an accelerator. They take early stage startups and help grow them over the period of a couple months. Um, and that's where the actual program is. But um, once you're out of those couple of months, you still have access to the network, which is absolutely amazing. Um, it has, I think, over a thousand companies now in the network. Uh, some of the bigger names include Reddit, Airbnb, Dropbox. Mm-hmm. Um, and the community is really nice because if we have a question, um, we can just ask the other people um, that have already built a company. And odds are they've seen that problem before and know a solution. So instead of spending weeks trying to figure out a solution, um, just talk to somebody else, get their advice, which is super helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but along with that advice, it basically gave us a lot of validation. Um, so trying to sell software to college professors while in college <laughs> or dropped out is, can be very difficult. Sure. So that was a lot of help for us um, just to have, you know, saying that we were backed by YC. Mm-hmm. Um, they also uh, give you a little bit of funding, which is really helpful, um, especially when taking that jump to know that you can support yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so basically having that funding, the mentorship and everything in place uh, gave us uh, everything we need to take that jump. Okay. <clears throat> so... You 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 said something that um, I was gonna say if you didn't say it, and that is that dropping out probably isn't for everybody. So if somebody gets motivated by this, mm-hmm. you shouldn't just say, "Hey, I'm done with college. I'm gonna go start making things." <laughs> um, but how? What advice would you give to somebody that um, thinks that they might want to be on the same path or a similar path, where maybe it's not um, making software, but they know that they they've had a couple thoughts in their brains about um, not doing college anymore and they mm-hmm. think that they can do whatever they want to do but not do it with um, a degree from a university mm-hmm. do, you, do you have any advice for those people on maybe what should, they should think about and, and what checks in the box that they should say yep alright pass that one mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the biggest thing is just being able to support yourself um, I mean being in college uh, usually you know pretty young in your 20s um, so I mean you, you're able to take a lot of risk Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can just live like a very minimal life and take two years off while you pursue um, whatever you work on, I encourage that, but um, always make sure that, you know, you can take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times colleges give you the opportunity to, you can take a year off uh, to go try whatever you want to do. And then if it doesn't work out, just resume um, taking classes again. Sure. Um, so it, uh, like I, I'm still in that window. Um, so if, you know, this completely crashed right now, mm-hmm. I could rejoin Purdue. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think that's what I would do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can take that risk. But again, just be, know that you can take care of yourself once you leave college. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, that was a, that's, that's kind of a crazy thing to think about, just leaving college. Um, <laughs> yeah. But mo- moving on to uh, proficiency and, and being good at what you do. This isn't your first company um, or your only company that you have, mm-hmm. and you've had successful ones. Um, what would you say are some traits that makes a good entrepreneur? Um, being able to learn on your feet. Okay. Uh, so my background is completely in tech. Um, I mean, all, all I did was program. Um, and once I took this role up at Mimir, I, I 
don't really write any code anymore. Um, <laughs> my job is really on sales okay. uh, and uh, basically jumping from things like raising funds from venture capitalists um, to now I spend, uh, I'd say, like 70% of my time doing interviews because we just started hiring. Um, so being able to do things that you've never done before, get comfortable with it really quickly mm-hmm. um, is pretty important. <clears throat> and also just being able to learn from your mistakes okay. and staying on target. Um, so before Mimir, the, my main thing was Innovate, which is another consulting company um, with the same two co-founders. Mm-hmm. Um, we made more than our fair share of mistakes. <laughs> we had you know web design projects go bad, go over budget, uh, miss deadlines. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think going like going through those experiences at that time was super shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, got yelled at by a lot of people. <laughs> uh, had to pay you know a little bit of monies and dam- uh, damages uh, there and there. Um, that being said, it wasn't like disastrous, like ruined my life. Yeah. Um, but you know, making sure that the clients were happy at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Um, but making those mistakes is basically what taught me not to make those now. Mm-hmm. Um, and staying on target is pretty important too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there are other things that I do work on, but uh, Mimir is like my main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like experimenting, that's why I'm doing Smart Focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and the web design, basically handing it off to other people. Mm-hmm. But um, finding good partners, and uh, I guess this is another big thing, finding a good team sure. is really key to entrepreneurship. Not necessarily something um, that you can do yourself, um, but you know, making good friends and being able to trust them and bring them on board. Yeah, and I think you point out one thing that is pretty important to people or important to know and that's if if we just took a snapshot of you right now and um everything that you're doing we gave it to a college sophomore or or a college freshman they would probably go that lucky sob i wish i could just wake up whenever i wanted to or i wish i could have passive income and work on this and not have to go to class but what you don't see whenever you take that snapshot are all the failings all the missteps all the bumps in the road being yelled at having to pay money (laughs) um all those things and i'm sure we're touching we're not touching on a lot of things that you have done that maybe weren't so pleasant but they made you who you are today and made you able to um have a company and be successful Mm -hmm. um i I think that is so important because i mean i i'm even guilty of that sometimes too whenever i would look at somebody doing something that i want to do i would think that person's pretty lucky that they're able to do it, but yeah. you don't see all the hard work behind the scenes that, that is put into that. Mm-hmm. Um, like go, going off that, um, just like dropping out, I mean, I encourage everyone who wants to pursue entrepreneurship to take it a shot, but I'm not going to say that it is the right thing for everyone because um, it, it, it's a crazy different world um, than having a nine-to-five job. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we were get, just building the platform, had our initial customers, we were still in school at that time. Um, so Kobe Colton and I would spend, you know, from 10 to 4 or whatever, taking classes, uh, get a quick meal together, and then we'd spend from 6 to probably 1 working on this. <laughs> and um, now that we're not taking classes, we still work from like 10 to midnight-ish, mm-hmm. but just purely on this. Um, to, starting a company takes a lot of work, and mm-hmm. you have to basically commit um, yourself to that time mm-hmm. and also um, talking about like you know there, there are a lot of hurdles mm-hmm. it's entrepreneurship you'll hear this from a lot of people it's a bunch of ups and downs mm-hmm. and that's again why you need an amazing team to support each other um, and uh, even though like there's a lot of work you have to make sure you have time for other things in your life such as family your other friends sure. a few vacation <clears throat> um, 
Because one day you might land your next $100,000 sale. Mm -hmm. The next day, your $200,000 client might quit on you. The day after that, you might raise a million dollars in funding. And the day after that, go bankrupt. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a crazy cycle. Um, startups move fast, um, so things just happen left and right. Mm -hmm. um, being able to handle that uh, is pretty important. It's, it can get very easy to get overloaded, mm -hmm. um, but that, that's, again, why you have to build a team around yourself. Sure. Um, there's days when... Um, I, I've been doing sales calls all day mm -hmm. and, you know, nobody bites. Sure. Um, so it can be pretty demoralizing to spend eight hours on the phone and not be able to talk to a single person for more than five seconds. <laughs> and the only thing that uh, you were able to accomplish is to cross them off your list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but then it's it's really nice having Kobe and Colton because um, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you can just hang out for a little bit, um, calm down and then it again the next day. Sure. Yeah. Um, so you, you did touch on something that I think is uh, something that we should talk about. And I'd like to ask you, um, whenever people, and it doesn't have to be just entrepreneurship, but people in general, whenever they're doing something that they really want to succeed at, they're going to fall. They're going to get discouraged. And I think, unfortunately, oftentimes those people stop. How do you how do you keep going? Like what, what, what pushes you and what advice would you have to other people that once they hit a brick wall or what they think is a brick wall, mm -hmm. how do you keep going? How do you pick yourself up and not be discouraged? Um, I think of that, I think, I don't know if I have the right movie, but I think it's Ice Age where uh, the squirrel, guys, he's like digging for his acorn okay. and he digs really far um, and then he just gives up and starts turning around. Yeah. The camera zooms out a little bit. If he had dug just two inches more, yeah. he would have found his acorn. Sure, yeah. Um, so it, you just knowing that there is, you know, a rainbow at the end of the road, um, is what keeps me going. Um, it it is going to take a lot of work, um, and again, it's ups and downs. Mm -hmm. um, so the rainbow at the end of the road, uh, and also knowing that when you do hit one of those down points, mm -hmm. uh, that means you're set up for one of those high points. Okay. Um, so being able to, uh, I guess, just stay upbeat is pretty important. Yeah. And also, um, I like thinking of doing side projects. Well, for me, mm -hmm. I have a full-time job, so mine are all side projects. I guess yours are just all main <laughs> projects, kind of, <laughs> for the serial entrepreneur. But, um, yeah, when, whenever I'm doing those those uh, those side projects, it's it's important to, to know for me mm -hmm. that... It's all a learning experience, yeah. and I try to look at it more as a science experiment. Mm -hmm. And so, um, if if scientists always, whenever they failed and something didn't meet their hypothesis, and so they just stopped, we would have like nothing in our science books. <laughs> so that's uh, trying to try to take a page out of their book and and mm -hmm. see that look, it's not the end of the world. If, if I didn't get my desired outcome, mm -hmm. then there's something that I need to tweak and there's a reason. I need to find that reason. Yeah. And so that in the future, if I want to try that same thing again or if I want to try something different, I know what to do or what not to do. Yeah. And I think that's really important. Um, you also touched on something about uh, how it takes a lot of work to start a company. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that I also think is important to highlight because... I'm not writing code. I'm not doing, I'm not building this large thing that I'm selling to a lot of universities. This podcast, <laughs> along with my speaking engagements that I'm doing, mm -hmm. those those aren't that technical where uh, you need a team to build it. But it still took like six to eight months 
for and it wasn't just me it was um devin who you obviously know that has been helping me uh immensely with this uh getting this off the ground took us about six to eight months just to get the website up the flyers up exactly what we want create the content set up everything for itunes for for stitcher for all the platforms reaching out to people what am i going to say email templates sales like you said all those things take a lot of time but um sometimes you can't you don't see those things and you don't know how long it actually takes <laughs> yeah definitely with a lot of products you just go to their website and start using it um you don't really put in a second thought as to how they're built um and i'm, I'm just guilty on that as as much as everyone but um mm-hmm. think about like something you use every day like you know email mm-hmm. how complicated is it that uh, you can open up your computer type something up hit send and then somebody across the world can get a little pop-up in about a quarter of a second and read what you wrote sure um just uh, that's crazy that somebody spent the time building that mm-hmm. um but and know, all of that <laughs> yeah and to us it's just email mm-hmm. we just use it every single day we don't yep. think about it twice yep yep i heard um i heard a, a funny uh comment by what was it louis louis ck i think and he was uh, i think he was on a talk show he was like you know everything is awesome and everybody's upset. And I'm paraphrasing. He probably said it a lot better than that. But he's like, everything is amazing, but everybody's upset. We all have a phone in our pocket that will communicate with satellites in outer space. And we can use these anytime we want to communicate with people around the world. But if we see a little loading bar, we automatically get pissed off. <laughs> we have these really amazing things, but the smallest thing just pisses everybody off. Yeah, definitely. Oh man, um, I think we're winding down here. Do you have any other things that you would like to say to the listeners, or or any other events or products that you'd like to advertise or let people know about? Um, let's see. It's a hard question. <laughs> um, I will say we are hiring. Okay. So if uh, anybody is looking, and when you say we, you mean Vimeo. Okay. And uh-huh. how do you how do you spell that? And we'll put it in the show notes, your sure. website, but w- how can people contact you? Sure. Um, so the website is mimirhq.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anybody wants to get in touch, uh, my email is prahasith at mimirhq.com. That's spelled P-R-A-H-A-S-I-T-H. And then that website. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're hiring for sales, uh, design, as well as a curriculum engineer. You have You have titles for those too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the sales position is basically a lead or head of sales and marketing. Um, so being as such an early stage startup, we're really looking for kind of driven entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily somebody who has entrepreneurial experience, but kind of that mindset. Um, somebody to basically take charge of our entire sales operation. Same thing with design. Somebody to take charge of the design operation um, and the curriculum engineering role. That's just a fancy way of saying. Um, somebody who puts courses together. Okay, yeah. Somebody uh, that is interested in education. And, and, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so basically to help us start building out the content for when we circle around and hit K through 12. Okay. Awesome. Well, um, I definitely, uh, I always want to end our podcast in an offbeat way. So let's, why don't we do some word association? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, and so I'll say a word or a phrase and the first thing that pops in your head uh, is what the response is the, is the response that we want yeah, really hope you say old man during this. <laughs> so i know i know pra he just made a joke about me being old if you didn't <laughs> catch that and so i um we know each other because we're both in alpha kappa psi which is the professional business fraternity 
And I, before I started college, had uh, seven years in the Marine Corps and like did a bunch of other things. So I'm 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 older than everybody else, and so the joke is that I'm the old man, and so he wants me to say old man, and he's waiting for it, but I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> um, and so whenever you whatever um, you have in your head that is uh, your knee jerk reaction, even if it's a phrase, it doesn't have to be just one word. You could even tell a quick short story about why that is funny to you. Sure. Um, all right, you ready? Yep. All right. Purdue. Uh, drop out. Computer <laughs> <laughs> uh, science. Future. Silicon Valley. Fun. <laughs> Midwest. Uh, a story about Silicon Valley. Okay. And why it's yeah. fun? <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, uh, Silicon Valley was a lot of fun. We spent a lot of time out there. It's really fun hanging out with all the Purdue interns out there. Mm. Um, but it's expensive. I should have said expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fun, but expensive. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the reasons we moved back to the Midwest for that. That's funny. Um, so it's not really a story, but an antidote. Yeah. <laughs> um, Midwest. Awesome. And corn. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, the anvil. Purdue entrepreneurship. This is going to be the hub of Purdue entrepreneurship. Yeah, forward. and we didn't talk about the anvil. Can you tell them a little bit about what the anvil is? Yeah, definitely. Um, so the anvil is the largest co-working space run by students in the world. Um, so basically there is an old building right next to Purdue Memorial Union, it used to be the university church. Uh, they moved out, so we moved in. Um, giant space, students uh, basically can get a membership for about five, $10 a month. Uh, the free food pays for itself. Um, <laughs> and you don't have to be working on a startup to be working out of here. Um, there's plenty of people that just do homework, plenty of people working on side projects. Um, but there are some a lot of cool startups. So we're based out of here. And there's also other companies like uh, there's one that um, they, they fly drones over farm fields and can tell you where your crops are healthy or not. Oh, nice. Um, there's another team working on basically a meeting uh, or sorry, an event organization app. Um, so it's kind of like um, meetup.com or t Eventbrite, but um, they have an app that kind of comes with each event. Um, so you can send out notifications if you're organizing the event or connect with other people there. Um, and there's a new one that's probably about to move in, uh, but they basically install cameras in store and give you analytics over or who's doing what in your store. Hmm. Um, so you can say that, you know, there's like 40 people looking at the fruity pebbles, but nobody's looking at the cocoa pebbles. <laughs> things like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what else do we have? I feel like I'm pretty bad at this word association thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're doing all right. Um, India. Home. Indiana. Also home. Me <laughs> uh, Exciting. All my words are like amazing. That's what I think about it. This sales tedious but necessary. <laughs> Education important. So, I mean, again, going back to the dropout thing. Yeah. If you drop out, doesn't mean you have to stop learning. Mm -hmm. um, always be learning is pretty important. That's that's pretty important to starting a company as well, mm -hmm. picking up new things on the fly. Yeah, and, and I think that's one thing that uh, I always hear about good companies. Good companies, they generally don't pigeonhole you depending on what your degree was. Mm -hmm. 
they have they have good they just hire good people mm-hmm. and um, they make them they have them fit in wherever it makes sense for mm-hmm. them. Um, all right, well I, I'm pretty sure I could sit here and <laughs> ask you or yell a bunch more words at you, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think we can we can stop here with uh, our first improv two <laughs> podcast. Uh, Pra, I appreciate your time. Thanks for letting me. Uh, talk to you for 30 minutes about um, lots of random things and um, all that type of stuff. I'm pretty sure the uh, the viewers that are interested in entrepreneurship and just about choices in general got something out of this, definitely. Yeah, definitely. No, no problem. Thank you so much for having me as part of this. Yeah. Um, one thing I will add on, if anyone's considering dropping out but isn't sure, uh, feel free to contact me with that email sent out earlier. You can also tweet at me starting to get pretty popular on Twitter. Sorry about that. <laughs> and, I, and I will say, I, I don't, I've, I've never heard of Pra not responding to somebody. So if you do contact him, <laughs> he will respond back. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thanks, Pra. No problem. Thank you for listening to this PBC podcast. If you liked what you heard, leave a review for future listeners and let us know what you thought of this episode. We would love to hear from you. You can also head over to professionalbychoice.com to be kept up to date on our new episodes released every Monday. The ball is now in your court. How are you choosing to be a better professional each day?